What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Next Success. I'm Skylar Beitendorp. And I'm Adam Bastian. And today we're going to talk about time, that you have the time you need to be able to create the life you want and be able to do the things you want. So, um, yeah, let's uh, let's get going. Um, I think Adam kind of inspired this topic. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about it, just about how important time is and how we utilize our time. Like, if we have free time, what are we doing with that free time? Are we watching a movie? Are we learning a new skill? Are we working out? Are we sitting on the couch? Are we making connections with people? Or are we just chilling by ourselves watching YouTube? Like, what we do with our time during the day determines everything and the quality of our life and where we'll go. Um, I've been thinking a lot about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. And his, uh, he talked about a lot about like his upbringing, like his rise to acting, his rise to bodybuilding, his rise to politics, school, everything. And he says, there are 24 hours in a day. If you sleep for six of them, you have 18 hours every single day to maximize your life. And he says he was going to school for like, oh no, he was working out for five hours a day. Mm-hmm. Working construction, going to school, and taking acting classes for those 16 hours. And then he would go to bed and do it again. I just think that's really interesting. Like, it just makes me think of myself. Like, what am I doing every day with my time that is helping me get to where I want to be? Yeah. Yeah, you think about every person out there that is success, successful, like all the greats, if you will. They have the same amount of time we all do. I think the difference is they use their time wisely. Like they don't sit back when, they don't relax until they've earned it, I think, is kind of the difference. I think a lot of us, it's so easy to just, oh, I had a long day at work. Now I just earned myself a movie, 10 episodes, that bowl of ice cream. Which or, is... Which is totally fine to do, mm-hmm. but if it's every day. and But it feels so much better when you earn it. Like when you know you've put in a hard day, you've you've uh, put time, you've invested time into learning a new skill, new instrument, new, new ideas, or you read a book, and you like put in the work, sitting back and relaxing feels amazing. Like that much better because it's like you earned it. So... Uh, I think the com- most common phrase like we hear people say or sentence is, oh, I don't have enough time. I don't have the time. And I think that's always a, uh, it's kind of a, a lie in a way. It's not that you don't have time because we all have time, right? But it's like, it's putting your time where it's valuable to you and to the things that you really appreciate. So, um, what are some... I mean, if you don't mind me asking, yeah. what are some like things that are valuable to you that you put a lot of time into? Um, I put a lot of time into relationships. So like I'm dating someone right now and I invest, I say a good amount of time into that. And so that, you know, that takes up a lot of, a lot of my life. Uh, so that then work. Uh, I have a home maintenance business, so that takes up a lot of my time, especially the days where I'm actually out there servicing homes. Um, 
and then there's work on the back end to do. And then, you know, doing this podcast, doing personal development, growth things, creating like uh, creating a product for to help people like really like change their life, change themselves and be able to improve their lives. And so that's that takes up a lot of time. And then, you know, sleep takes a lot of time, too. But you're talking about that earlier. Sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Like how was I? Well, <laughs> you like, well, you're kind of talking about how like Arnold Schwarzenegger, he, he says like, you don't need to sleep six hours a day. If you need more than just sleep faster is something he said once. Yeah. And it's like, if you think, if you think, uh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. says, if you think you need eight hours of sleep every day, sleep faster. Right. It's like sleep for six. <laughs> sleep for six. All right. Um, and so I think a lot of these things that take up a lot of our time, they don't, they don't care about the quantity of the time, how much time we spend in them. It's all about the quality of it. So like sleep, for example, some people may need eight, nine, 10 hours of sleep because their quality of sleep is trash. They're sleeping, they're going to bed at like one. Cause if you go to bed, so I, I took a, I took a class on, on sleeping, mm-hmm. spent hours learning about it. Um, probably like, shoot, probably like 12. No, I don't know. Let's say 20, 20 hours learning about sleep, just like sitting there learning, taking notes. And they went into like depth on it. But like, if you go to bed past like 10, 11 ish, we'll say 10 30, every hour you're up, you need to add like an extra two hours of sleep. Because there's a point in at night that your body is like not working optimally and it takes like double the power to actually keep you up and, and moving. So I think a lot of like sleep is you do need like the nine, ten hours of sleep if you're you're getting to bed really late. So I think it's about going to bed at the right time so you can wake up six hours later. Mm-hmm. But then also our our body temperature lowers when we go to sleep. Or it wants to. So if we're sleeping when it's really hot, you ever slept somewhere where it's like oh. boiling hot? Dude, my the place I'm living at, every summer, like the AC goes out. <laughs> every summer. Shoot. Dude, and like it will be like ninety two degrees in the house. Like last summer, I was sleeping on like the back deck. I just rolled a sleeping bag out. Like it was cooler outside in the middle of the summer than it was in the house. Holy crap. So that's where I slept. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's miserable to sleep when it's really hot outside or just hot in the room, wherever, yeah. or, or outside if you're like Adam. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so our body temperature wants to lower to about, I think, optimal sleeping temperature is like 65 degrees. And so, lowering it down to there, you'll have a much deeper sleep than if it's like a little too hot, right? Um, and then, oh man. I, I'll grab my notes. Maybe maybe we'll do an episode just on sleep. Probably yeah. not, but who knows? I mean, it's kind of grab my notes for that. I didn't know you'd put that much time into learning about sleep. That's kind of yeah. That's pretty sweet. Like having, like being lacking, like an hour or two of sleep, um, lowers every um, like every system in our body by like twenty percent or something like that. That's not a real number, but it's not it's it's around there. Like uh-huh. everything lowers just by like getting to bed an hour later and waking up an hour later. Right. You know, versus going to bed at like ten thirty and waking up at you know five six whatever is optimal. But every everyone's body has a different. It's called a circadian rhythm. Yeah. So everyone wants to go to bed at a certain time, 
and wake up and that's that varies from person to person right i think the average person wants to be in bed about 10 30 wake up like 6 30 um and if you think about that that's that's eight hours of sleep but you're still going to bed somewhat early kind of more on time but you're waking up you know in the six o'clock hour do you feel like you sleep pretty good you know when the last couple of nights i've slept with when the uh and i've lowered the temperature in my apartment and i've slept phenomenally really like when the temperature is lowered uh, yeah. i sleep so much better actually i have noticed that i had i um, i had a companion on my mission who would i mean this was a little bit extreme and i used to get really upset yeah because he would lower the apartment down to like 50 degrees holy crap and so it was like i'd wake up and my nose was frozen like in our apartment like it was cold holy crap like to, to the touch so i would wake up every night because i was cold and then sneak and go turn the thermostat up <laughs> and then nice. he would wake up pissed because he'd know he's like you rose it and he didn't even look at it he's Bastion. like <laughs> he's like you rose it 10 degrees and I was like, it's still 60 degrees in here, yeah, you know? It's still pretty cold. I was like, that's, it's, it's freezing. <laughs> yeah. And, but I would sleep super good. And, and he did it because he had sleep apnea and then that would help him sleep. Yeah. So anyway. Something I've also done uh, over the last year and a half, which a lot of people probably think is weird, but I don't sleep with a pillow. Really? Yeah. They're on my bed, but I just throw them off at night and I still sleep with a pillow because that... Um, there's a lot of reasons to it. And I have, I have a buddy who's like an expert on, on the reason why that's better. But ever since you have pillows though, right? I have pillows. I don't okay. use them at night was, though. What? Yeah. I sleep like oh, tripping me out right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone will think it's weird cause everyone sleeps with the pillow. But if you think about like, I don't know if you like the, the caveman days, if you will, like we probably didn't have pillows. You just slept on the ground. Right. And so it was a flat surface or so body is like more aligned that way versus being all propped up. And when you're propped up, your jaw will is more likely to open and cause snoring. And when you mouth breathe at night, uh, it really affects the quality of sleep as well. Uh, so he actually uses sleep tape and puts a piece of tape from his like nose, like down to the middle of his chin where your goatee would be. And that keeps his mouth shut and he actually will nose breathe all night and wakes up with a super clear nose and just has slept amazingly. So that's another thing with sleep is like breathe through your nose. You get sleep tape and that will greatly impact the quality of your sleep um, but ever since i stopped sleeping without a pillow i dream better and i don't need naps when i was sleeping with a pillow i would need a nap like every day like i'd be like i feel exhausted and i still take naps from time to time but when i don't after not sleeping with the pillow i don't need them like near as much and just it's wild now when i put a pillow under my neck i'm like it, it feels so weird to like, have my head all propped up yeah and my body's flat so that's that's another huh. thing. So do you like sleep on your back, on your side? Usually on my on back, stomach? sometimes on my uh, side, usually like stomach or back. But I, I like to sleep on my back because then also my face isn't being like smashed at night. It will, you know, you won't age as fast that way too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. So, um, yeah, kind of wild. So if anyone wants yeah. to try sleeping <laughs> without a pillow, just know it will feel weird for probably... Uh, a week or two, maybe thirty days, but forever, <laughs> forever. Not, nah, dude. It's it's awesome now. Like I I can't sleep with a pillow anymore because when I do, I wake up and I'm like, my body hurts, hmm. and I re and I realize that that's how my body would feel. Um, 
normally when I would sleep with the pillow. I just thought it was normal. I thought it was the mattress, but in reality, it was the pillow. So kind of weird, but give it a shot. Just know it will feel weird for like a couple weeks, maybe a month. Hmm. But after that, it's like, it's, it's, it's amazing. I don't know. It's cool. Anyways, this episode's not about sleep. It's yeah. about optimizing yeah, a your time. sidetracked. <laughs> but that's part of it. It's anyway. like, you don't need to sleep quite as long. You can wake up earlier when you do these things to get the better quality sleep versus the quantity. Then you can get more, more done. Yeah. Like, I, I am I'm straight up a morning guy. Yeah. Like, I will wake up just to catch the sunset. Oh, it's sunset. Pfft. Sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> the sunset. Yeah, no. It's really early. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll wake up to catch the sunset, you know, (laughs) no biggie, easy. No, no, I'll wake up to catch the sunrise um, just because I I like it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I don't know, there's like this stillness about the morning that isn't like that at night. Like when something's, when everything's, when you're just about to wake up, when the world's just about to wake up, there's this like peace on it. And I feel way different. And it's really cool just to sit there and just like, in a way, meditate, I guess. Yeah. But just think about yourself and like the world. Anyway, you should try it. But I found when I wake up in the morning, like early, I have a lot more time to do the things that I want. And I'm a lot more productive. And I think it's just because I'm giving myself more time to do the things that I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate waking up at 9 or 10. Which doesn't happen a lot, but when I do, it's like, man, the morning's almost gone. Mm-hmm. And something I used to do is I'd wake up and then go on a walk just immediately. And I'd take in that morning air. I'd get the sun on my face. And that's a really, you're right. There's like, there's something super peaceful about it, really calming. And like normally if we were sleeping outside, that's how we would wake up to that morning fresh air and that the sun just. You know, where it's still cool, but the sun's hitting your face. It's, hmm. it's, a, it's I don't know, it's a cool feeling. There's something about it. No, yeah. No, I agree. 100%. It's really refreshing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. If you don't do it, you should try it out. Try it out. Yeah. Anyway, we keep talking about sleep and yeah. the morning and stuff. Because it's important. But the way you start out your day, the way you ought, like use your time in the morning, it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Um. I have, I don't know, like I go to work at two o'clock in the afternoon and then I work till 10 PM and I found the days when I wake up later, I get nothing done and I just sit there around my house and I just wait for work to roll around. But if I get up and I go out and do something, I'm a lot more happier and I have a lot more ideas come to me. Mm -hmm. I'm a lot more proactive. I feel healthier. I don't know. Changes the game does yeah that's awesome um okay so what's something else that takes up a lot of our time every day so if you sleep for six hours you have what 16 left video games movies tv shows i guess this is generally I, I did the math wrong you sleep eight yeah. hours a day then you have 16 left oh that means you have 14 left right yeah yeah anyway <laughs> video games what else did you say I just say like video games, movies, TV shows, they suck up a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, like the digital content, do you Enter- watch, entertainment. Do you watch a lot of movies, TV shows and stuff like every day? No. Neither, neither <laughs> I, do I. I stopped. I, I stopped. Yeah. yeah. Like I hate, like 
I kind of try to avoid starting TV shows because a lot of times I'll, I will want to finish them. And that means, you know, four seasons, 20 episodes a season, 20 minutes an episode. You know, it's a lot of time. I will slam TV shows. Yeah. They're fun. They're they're very engaging. It's they're just, addicting. They always leave it on a cliffhanger and you're like, oh, crap, what's the next thing? And they just they sucks you in. But yeah, that does take a lot of time. Um, and so I have this, I have this thing on my phone I showed Adam earlier, but it was like people will say they don't have time to learn a new skill or to, you know, go to school or do whatever it is you want to do. But you got time for two episodes. That's 40 minutes. You spent 20, 40 minutes a day on learning a new skill, a new instrument, reading books or whatever. In a month, you'd be pretty good at that instrument. In a year, you'd be amazing. Like, mm-hmm. how long have you been playing the banjo? Uh, a couple of months. How, how much time do you put into it? Uh, probably like 30 minutes to an hour a day. Okay. So 30 minutes a day. Um, is that every day? Five days a week, every other day? Uh, it's, it's close to probably like five days a week. Five days a week. But I'll just pick it up. So yeah. for those who don't know, I play the banjo. I started a couple months ago. And I'll just, uh, I just went to the store. I bought one. And because I was like, oh, I really want to learn it. I feel like this would be a cool instrument to learn. And uh, I've been playing a couple months. And I've impressed quite a few people. They're like, wow, you've been playing for a long time. I'm like, nope, just a couple months. Yeah. It's so. like, yeah, at, we were we were hanging out with a bunch of friends. And Adam brought his banjo. First off, it made everyone super excited. They're like, oh, let's let's hear it. <laughs> and he played like a stud. And he, you know, only been playing a couple months, 30 minutes a day. Not even every single day, but I guess maybe it averages out to 30 minutes a day mm-hmm. when it's five days a week or something. But he could have spent that same time watching a TV show or doing some, you know, doing something unproductive, but he chose to do that. And we, it brought joy into people's you know, lives. You know, when I, when I like learned the most, like the most songs and got comfortable with the basics of the banjo was I got COVID and I was super sick. Yeah. And... I didn't know what to do. And I just bought this instrument and I was like, well, I want to learn it. So I would like watch TV, but I could only watch TV for so long until I got really irritated and just like annoyed. And so then I was like, you know what? Why don't I got all this time and I'm sick and all I can do is stay in my house. I might as well just play the instrument. And so I just played the the banjo for like two weeks straight because I had nothing else to do. But it was a lot, and I, you know, my mind, my mind was like, I can spend this time watching a TV show, not really getting a whole lot, or I could learn an instrument, and then after COVID, I'll have a new skill, and that's kind of what happened, and then every day it just kind of stuck, but, you know, I could have very easily skated by and watched video games and TV shows, um, my whole two weeks of COVID, but instead I threw in an instrument. And now I have a skill that will last a lifetime, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and that's a skill you can, you know, that, that gives value to other people. But I'll, I think it also keeps your mind sharp. And music just has a, a fun energy about mm-hmm. it. Or, you know, it could be fun. It can be, you know, very soothing. It can be, you know, it's whatever you play. But, like, that's, an in, that's like a skill, an instrument. Like, when you have kids, you can, like, play it for them. And they'll be like, Dad, play this, do that. And, you know, like, that will... You can you have that forever, 
And, you know, if you don't play for a long time, yeah, you might get rusty. But I feel like it doesn't take too long to to get back into it and to, to just bring back the muscle memory of everything. Yeah. And I'm not saying I didn't, like, watch TV or play video games or anything. Because right. I did a lot of that during COVID. But I used some of it for the banjo and for other, other things that I knew I could yeah. learn. So, so, like, instead of watching two episodes of the TV show you're watching, watch one. Spend the rest of the time learning a new a new skill that you would like to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I can, I can see people being like, oh, well, I want to do that, but I don't have the money to buy the instrument I want or to buy, uh, you know, the equipment I need to start a podcast or, you know, whatever it is. It's like, okay, but if you have that time, I bet you could l- go on Google. You can find a way to use your time to make some extra money. Mm-hmm. And you can then buy the thing you want and then spend your time on that thing. You know what I think about money, though? Hmm. About that? When they're like, I don't have the money for it. And sometimes we don't. Yeah. But I think, how often do we eat out? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, if you eat out, let's say, like, I know people eat out once a day. Like, easily once a day. And it's like 10 bucks a day. At least, yeah. That's uh, 7 times 10, 70 times 70 times four, that's $240 a month. Yeah. Um, that's how much my banjo cost. Yeah. If you just don't eat out and cook your food, you know, you spend that elsewhere, like you, you'll have the money for it. It will take a little while, but it pays for itself. Right. Or it's like going to the gym. I, my, when I was, I don't know, probably like three or four years ago, I started at it like a, I got a gym membership. And my mom was like, how do you pay? I just can't commit to paying like X amount of money or $10 a month for this gym. Yeah. And I was like, well, if you think about it, you're paying $10 for a gym membership. You go 10 dimes in that month. That's $1 every visit. You go 30 times that month. That's like 40 cents a visit. You got 40 cents lying around in your car, in your house. I was like, $10 a month isn't anything. Yeah. And I was like, you break down the math. It works. You just have to, you know, finagle it a little bit. Or one time when, when you're out with your friends, if you, um, and they're all going out to eat, just be like, okay, this time I'll just get a water. I won't get anything. That's usually about 10, 15 bucks. And that pays for a whole month of a gym membership. Mm-hmm. It's like, you have the time, you have the money. Like you are saying, it's really, if you divide it up between the days, it's not really not that much. Yeah. You could go to your, a friend or something and be like, Hey, want to, buy this for a dollar okay that pays for you know five days of your membership or you know that's a really small example like most things are worth more than a dollar yeah but yeah for sure but yeah you guys get what we're saying it's just your perspective on it mm-hmm. you change your perspective just a little bit and you get to see that you have a, there's a lot more opportunity at your fingertips than you thought there were they're right there all you have to do is take them yeah but you have to look at them a certain way to see it Absolutely. You know, something that um, I started to do, um, I don't do it every day. I used to do it a lot more, but I would get 24 $1 bills. And I would encourage people to, to try this to see how much time you actually have. But it, And I every dollar represents an hour. You know, so if I, if I sleep seven hours a day, I'll take seven hours, put them down. And then if I work for another six five like five six hours a day you know put those down 
I'm not doing the math very well in my head right now. But, or like, so that's 13 hours gone, right? Um, then if I'm spending an hour a day sitting down and eating and making food, okay, that's 14 hours. I still have, uh, was that 10 hours left? I still have 10 hours left to do whatever I want. Maybe some people work more, okay? Throw another like four hours into there for work or whatever, whatever it is. I still have six hours left in a day. But when I when I take those and put them in dollar bills, I'm I'm literally like holding the time, if you will. And I'm like, okay, I can take one hour and I can invest that into like like sharpening my mind. Like I'll read a book for 30 minutes and I'll practice an instrument for another 30 minutes. You still have five hours. When you start dividing it up between like putting an hour into your relationships, putting an hour over here, you still have like an hour or two. You can relax if you want, but that's a great way to visually see your time and where it's going. And maybe you have no dollars left at the end of everything you got done. If you're working out an hour and a half a day, your workout cares the quality of the workout, not how long you're at the gym, right? Mm -hmm. So you could cut that in half down to 45 minutes and you just go hard at the gym. You don't you don't take too like you know, you don't need a big break between workouts. Some people take like a 2-3 minute break between going from shoulders to to chest or something, but really you only need like a minute to recover depending on the workout. But um, sometimes you can cut down these things and still get the same result. You just got to put more effort in the time, put more quality into that time. Um so that's a great way to visualize it. I don't know if you've ever done something no, like that. That's that's really smart. I think it's really showing that like time really is money. Like it's valuable, mm-hmm. just like money is. Yeah. Like money buys us things, but time provides us the oppor- I don't know. Time provides us the opportunity to go get those things. Yeah. So it's just as important as the value to buy it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. I've never thought about it like that. Yeah. Or something I I do a lot. Uh, is like I, I printed out this sheet. They're all over Google, but just like a, a 24-hour day schedule. And I laminated it. And so I have a wi- uh, a marker. <laughs> what do you call it? <laughs> a whiteboard marker? A dry erase yeah. marker. Dry erase, yeah. Okay. And so I can put in, okay, this is when I'm going to sleep t- tomorrow. Like I'll do it the night before. But I'll be like, okay, sleeping from here to here. Working out from here to here. Reading books from here to here. Working here to here. And I can like actually see my whole day and what I'm doing for every hour and make like a plan for the day. And I plan in time to relax because then one, I don't feel guilty about it. And two, I think it's important to keep us moving to spend like, you know, 10, 15 minutes doing something you like kind of chilling out, not almost putting your brain on like, like just coasting for a minute because I'm letting it cool down. If you think of an engine, you let it cool down, you mm-hmm. let it, um, yeah, you don't work it. But then once you start it up again, it's like, okay, you can go, you can go further. And I can't remember where I heard it, but um, I've heard this from multiple places, multiple sources. And it's like, if you, so like if you're working, and you spend 45 minutes working and then take a 15 minute break, you actually, and you do that every hour, they've, they've shown that you're more productive during that 45 minutes having that break every hour. I've not tested that. I've not talked to someone who's tested that. I've just heard that from multiple like nope. s- sources, doctors or podcasts. What I have found, and it goes back to like learning an instrument. So I like, 
when I say this, usually people are like, oh, you can play. I play the ukulele too, but they're like, oh, you play the, like the four chords. No, I can, I rip at the ukulele, you know? Nice. It's a good time. But like, and I've learned the banjo and I found it's harder. Like I'll be trying to learn a banjo song and I'm sitting there playing it and I'll like play it through. It's super rough. I like super hard time. But I found that if I, if I put the banjo down and I let it rest and I rest and then the next day I pick it back up, I play it a lot better the next day than I did the day prior with yeah. no practice in between. And I think it's because in between that period, I'll be thinking about how to play the song. Mm-hmm. And I can't, you were talking about like your planned rest. Yeah. And I was just thinking like, do you think, like, you know how like, so like when you work out, your muscles grow, like you work out, you get them super tired, you, you're breaking up the muscle fibers and stuff. But then they actually grow when they're resting because then it heals over and whatever. I was thinking, do you think we grow like our minds grow on our rest days? Like if you're doing nothing but working every single day and you're exhausted, are you really growing or are you just exhausted? Like are you giving your your mind time to rest and to kind of heal over? You know, they talk about like mind, like, uh, uh, What's this? Oh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. So if if we don't give us any time to have hindsight or to look behind us on what happened, do you think we'll ever mentally grow if we're just working all the time? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. That's I think that's a really important point, like powerful thing to know, is like it you do need to take like downtime, and it's almost like like the analogy that came to my head because like is for information at least i think like i love the analogy of like working out like you got to take time to rest so you can you can go uh you know you can work again and build past that mm-hmm. um but like it's almost like something someone would tell me is you gotta take in the information let it marinate like chicken in a bag with this with you know the teriyaki sauce you gotta let it, let it marinate let it soak in let it absorb the juices the flavor and then you cook it later. You don't cook it right after because then it wouldn't have had time to absorb it. But um, if you have to, the next day, recall everything that you've absorbed, I think it makes it that just that much more like solid in your mind. And you remember it way better. And if, you know, because you can read a book, you can hear all these good things, but if you don't actually remember it, you can't recall the information, then it just feels good for a little bit to have done that and then it's gone. You know, like what if you worked out but an, it, but if you didn't work out, like it's kind of that. It's kind of is how it is. If you work out one day, and you go hard and you're sore, and you don't work out the next day, and the next day, and the next day, it doesn't actually do anything to your mm-hmm. body. You got to keep doing it to like build that up. Uh, and something. So I, I played the violin for a long time, and something my violin teacher would say a lot was, "It's better to practice five minutes a day for a week than to practice an hour for one day a week." Like you'll get way more in from that consistent like daily practice than spending a ton of time on one day. So I think it's better. And I, I totally found that's true with everything in life is spending that five minutes, just that little time, whether it's working out, reading a book, you'll eventually grow to where you can do more per day. But that's a huge thing is being consistent and doing it on a 
daily basis to be able to grow those things. So anyway, consistency. Consistency. No, it's yeah. good. Yeah, just what you're talking well, about. It's like in my job, we'll, we'll have something happen. At, uh, so I work at uh, I work at a prison. I'm a correctional officer. And we'll have an incident happen where an inmate will just go off the wall crazy. And I don't know why I've never really thought about this, but I just did. But like last week, I think it was last week. Yeah, it was last week. We had this dude, this guy had a seizure in his cell. Fell down, hit his head, started bleeding. And so we go in there. So they, they activate uh, the little emergency system. And so then I run over from my unit over to this other unit. And we get dressed up, suited up. And we pull him out. He ends up getting consciousness and he wakes up. And he's a little like irritable though. So, But he's still in his cell. So we finally convince him to come to the door. And we're able to handcuff him. So I handcuff him, and then we pull him out of his cell, and we bring him down, put him in the uh, in in a room, do everything we have to. We get him to the infirmary so he can get seen by medical, and make sure everything's okay. But after all of our incidents, we have a debrief, so we all get back. Everyone that was involved goes back to a room, and um, we look at each other, and the guy who was running the show, or who called it out, runs this meeting. And the median is basically what happened, what we did, why we did it, and then what could we do better. Um, so in the moment, we're not really trying to figure out what we could do better. But then afterward, after we're at ease and rested from it and kind of cooling off and relaxed, we look back at the situation. So then the next time it happens... We're that much more prepared. So I was just thinking about like taking rest. Like when life is crazy, deal with it. But take some time afterward to relax, to assess it and see what you could do better for when life gets crazy again. And then just the consistency thing, you know. So if there's something in your life that's kind of driving you crazy or like you feel like life's crazy, maybe take a minute, maybe deal with it. Do everything that you can to fix it. And then take a second and do a debrief. And then think, what can I do better? Like, what happened? What did I do? Why did I do that? What can I do better? So then the next time it happens, you're that much more equipped and prepared to succeed and to handle it better than you did before. Yeah, that's... That's such a good point. That's so huge. Like even just just barely, right before we started, Adam gave me some feedback on kind of a mindset that I have that's not necessarily like a healthy um, way of doing things. And then I went and used the restroom. And just having that little time away from him, I was like, realized like, man, everything he said is true. And I was able to like ponder it for just a second. <laughs> and I was like, man. I want everything to be exactly the way I want it. And I want everyone to want what I want. So that way it's easier to do it. But then like in that moment, I realized, man, no one is going to want the exact things I want. They're going to want things a little different, maybe kind of the same general area of what I want, but not exactly. But I needed, I, if I didn't, I wouldn't have taken that time away. It wasn't even intentional. It was just, yeah. I realized that in that moment. 
being able to like be alone. And so, yeah. So you had a debrief. I had a quick debrief. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay, it's what Adam said. True. Or should we go beat him up? Just kidding. I don't think I could beat you up if I tried. I don't know. (laughs) You got Um, got height. You could probably destroy me. No, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, but the point is like what Adam said is so true. It's like you got to take away like it, like anytime I'm in an argument with somebody, which isn't often. It's usually with like like family things that we disagree on. But like if that happens, I'm always like in my in my head. I'm in my ego. When I step away, my ego ego is able to to walk away, take a break because I'm not with everybody. I don't need to prove anything to anybody. And then when I'm th- when I'm by myself, I can actually think like, okay, Maybe I was in my head. Maybe what they said was right. Maybe I was wrong about the whole thing. And I think that's a lot of a big time when like pride can get in the way. Cause a lot of people won't go to that person and say, Hey, I was wrong. Or my my view is maybe a little incorrect. Let's let's compromise on something. Let's do it. Let's do it your way. I've realized it is better. So don't let the pride get in the way of the progression. But having that time away is super important. So um, man, anything else about time? I don't know. Let's utilize it and use it. Like you have time. Yeah. Nothing's worse when you have the time and you don't do anything with it. Yeah. It's a waste. It's like having, it's like having a map to bury treasure and just putting it up, framing it up on your wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's Not like, taking it. Yeah. yeah, like you have everything you ha- everything you need to go get rich or go get riches, you know, booty. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the pirates said, you know, to go get that booty. And like everything, you have everything for it, which is time. And then you just tuck it away in a drawer or frame it on a wall. That's, ex- like, that's literally like, exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, like time is time is so precious. And the way that we use it determines our life. If we don't use it, our life isn't going to be that precious. Mm-hmm. They've interviewed hundreds and thousands of people who are on their deathbed or like in their like their elderly years. And what they've what the people they they would ask him like, "What do you regret in your life? What do you wish you would have done different?" And they always regret the things they didn't do, not the things they did do. They regret the time not spent in growth. They re- regret the time not taking those opportunities, not utilizing what they had available to them, not taking risks. So just know if, if you don't optimize your time, it might be like uncomfortable sometimes to, to change habits, to change from what's comfortable to what you really want. But if you don't, it's going to hurt a lot more later than it does now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we were talking before a little bit. And we just, I mean, I, I've kind of lived by this. I think I just made it up or I don't know where it came from. or. But I'm just like, you know, if I suffer now, they will pay for it later. You know, if I suffer a little now, I'll do better later and I won't have to later. But if we don't suffer now... We're going to have to suffer later. Like suffering is a constant. Like we're going to have to go through it. Yeah. Regardless. Like just regardless of who it is, everybody suffers. But like you think about these, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, 
He suffered a lot now, but then look where he's at now. Like, well, he suffered a lot then, but look where he's at now. Yeah. And if he wouldn't have suffered in the beginning, he would have probably been doing something he didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. And he'd be kind of just an, an average Joe, I bet. And it would be a lot more painful for him now knowing he pro- he he could have done a lot more. I wish people could realize everything that they were capable of being like so clear and so so well that they would take action on it. Because I truly think that anybody out there, anyone listening to this, if there's something you want, there's literally no reason why you can't have it. The only thing that's stopping you from getting that is you. It's where you put your time. It's where you put your money. It's where you invest your 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 bandwidth. And it's up to you to make that change. And if you don't know how to do get something done, well, guess what? You have Google. <laughs> There's people around you that you know more than you Google. do. <laughs> so leverage your time, your money, and the people and resources around you and Frick, you can do whatever you want. It's true. I know that's really cliche, but you can. You don't have to live the life your best friend's living. It's not true. that it's good or bad, but you can you can do exactly what you want to do. Just know there's consequences, good and bad. Yeah. Just uh like if you want to go rob a bank, bad consequences probably. You know, but if that's what you want to do, go at least you're doing something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Job security for somebody else. For someone like me, who has to watch inmates, who has to watch bank robbers, you know, job security. I don't know. Never thought of it that way. (laughs) You're employing somebody. (laughs) But at least you're doing something. Yeah. But I don't know. I would say like, like do what you want and you have the power to do everything that you want, but don't belittle other people because of it. Like it's cool. It's cool that you have your own life and you're doing what you want, but uh, don't put other people down because of it. I think I it's really easy that. to do that. So yeah, I do it all the time. And then I realized I'm an idiot. <laughs> I literally just like, even like, I've been like, okay, this is completely, this, this would be the last of it, but, and this is totally off topic, but I've like started to like reach out to people like recently that I've recognized I totally wronged. <laughs> yeah. And I'll just reach out to them and just apologize just out of the blue. And I'll say, this is kind of weird, but I'm sorry for that. I, I didn't mean it like that. This is why I did that. And it was, it's no excuse for me, but you know. Did you, do you call them or do you text them? Uh, it just depends. Depends who it is. Depends on how severe the. No, no, it just depends. Like some people prefer to be texted. Some prefer to be called, you know? Yeah. It's all situational, but I've been trying to make it a point to kind of go back and attempt to heal things that I have broken that I didn't realize I broke. Yeah. I was just being selfish. So anyway, completely side note, but use your time wisely. I can't, I just echo what Skylar said. Yeah. Use it wisely because you can you can do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, uh, thanks for joining us on this podcast episode about time. Hopefully, you got something from it. We really hope you do. Um, I do every time we have a podcast. I feel like 
I learn something every time and I just leave and I'm like, that was such a good one. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. We'll see you later. See ya. See ya.